podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harriet Diver. Here's my podcast. My podcast. Hello. Episode eighty-nine is what is about to occur. So strap yourselves in. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you that once, many years ago, I've got these bloody whiskers on my face. They just grow so quickly, you know. I get them from my mother, bless her, the whiskers, because she was a cat. <laughs> no. So many years ago, me, my mum and my brother, blah, 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 were, where were we? We were coming back from my gran, uh, visiting my gran at Christmas time. No, that gran is not alive anymore, but she reached a ripe old age. Why do they say that, a ripe old age? Is that like when bananas are ripe well no that's when they're ready isn't it yeah because when they get over ripe is that when your bananas go or when you're supposed to make banana bread so is banana bread cockney rhyming slang for dead so your banana bread is when you're dead well i think that's actually a genius sorry yeah i do think that too yeah, so do you know what? I've been all like, I started the podcast, I had to stop it because uh, went B&M, which have the best crisp range, crisp range. They're all the cl- all the brilliant ones. Roysters, do you remember them? They're fantastic, apart from I don't like the way this might make your fingers smell after. Wheat crunchies, oh, wheat crunchies are right, hold up there. Anyway. Went there yesterday for snacks. My boyfriend wanted to get the crinkle crackers. The crinkle... Jacob's crinkle crackers. That's what a man once said to me on holiday. He said, are you a member of the Jacob's family because you're a right cracker? Which I thought was a very good chat line. As far as they go, you know, it's... Well, it... Well, it's probably the most, uh, least vulgar one I've ever heard. Who's, who's got a bit? Someone's got a fucking horrible bit about sm- something about pet insurance and smashing pussies or something. Anyway. So, yeah, so, uh, Jacob's Crinkle Crackers. Crinkle Crackers! And I said, no, there's something about them that I don't like. And he said, they're delicious. And you know me, I always try and please the masses, you see. So I said, okay. Oh, it's like they've, they've done an onion scrape down my throat. That's what I feel like. So I had to go get a Coca-Cola. I had to stop the podcast, go get a Coca-Cola. I feel so much better now. I feel like I've been given a new lease of life. Well, what is Coca-Cola? It's fucking weird. Anyway. Yeah, so my gran was 80, tell a lie, 90, I think she was 93, 
Yeah, that's a ripe old age, as I said. Yeah, so ripe is usually ready, isn't it? Ripe to eat. But a ripe old age... Because you only really say that they were a ripe old age when they've gone. Would you... Yeah, when they're there, you don't go, Oh, she's a ripe old age. Or he's a ripe old age, do you? I don't think anyone ever uses that phrase, a ripe old age. Other than people that are of a ripe old age. <laughs> anyway, so we were coming back from my nan's nursing home. Nanny Betty. That's what we used to call her. Grandmama. We were coming home from the nursing home. We got a taxi, we did. And there was this man, the driver of the taxi. Of the automobile. And he was resting his head on the steering wheel, which made us most concerned, you see. So, Mama said to my brother, well, what she was trying to say was, put your seatbelt on, jolly good chap. But what she said to him was, Joe, get your strap on. <laughs> oh. And Joe just look at each other. <laughs> and Joe does this really funny face when it... it <laughs> sort of like you just keep like a straight face and then just raise his eyebrows <laughs> oh made me laugh that did anyway hello have you had a jolly good week i have i have actually what have i been up to oh so i ended up doing the uh, frog had a bloody lovely time. It was ever so nice, actually. Cherry Coke. Mm. I love cherries. Can you grow cherries in this country? Do you get cherry trees? Mm. If I knew where the cherry trees were, I'd be picking them. <gasps> i seen 24 hours in police custody on Monday. And... This guy, well, I didn't think he had, but, yeah, looks like he had. Police thought he killed his wife, right? Yeah, he did, because often they they give a bit away. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, God, I feel drunk. So, killed his wife, and you'll never guess what the, um, well, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you about it in a bit. Nothing, it was non-suspicious at first, but I think he knew it was going to get suspicious. Well, because there was comms to the trail. So yeah, so they were looking for him, couldn't find him. Then one of the policemen, policewoman actually goes, do you reckon they'll be at the, you know, the A, like an A road, what was it like, the A, say the A490, where loads of people live in the trees there. Didn't even know that was a thing. So I went there to this out. To it's like a tent in a tree, right? And uh, they they got this guy out. They said hello. He he well he did he wasn't happy because he was sleeping. He woke up. He obviously woke up before he 
got out of the tent, otherwise he slept, walked out, slept sort of, well, you can't really walk out of a tent, can you? Because this wasn't a sort of shuffle, bum shuffle, like you got worms. And then policeman goes, who's your friend in there? And then the man come out, they got the photo in their hand of who they were looking for, put it next to his head, and then went, bloody hell, I think this is him. And they go, are you him? And he goes, no. He said his name was, like, Kiatsu or something, when his real name was, like, I don't know, Stanislavski or something. Yeah, I'd say that is exactly his name. It was Stanislavski. He killed his wife in Peterborough. (laughs) So, yeah. So, I genuinely believe this chap, actually, that he was innocent. And what? What caught him out, I hear you cry? I'll tell you what bloody caught him out. Was he went to the corner shop to get some beers. And he's there on CCTV (laughs) telling the guy at the bloody corner shop that he thinks he's just killed his wife. So he thinks he's just killed his wife. And instead of going, well, ringing the bloody ambulance, he's gone to the corner shop to get some beers. Fucking hell. Yeah, and as well, because it was suspicious, because this other guy, so they were in a house, I think they were all Lithuanian, and uh, this lad rang the ambulance, and it was suspicious, because, but this kid didn't have nothing to do with it, he was just the only one in the house that could speak, um, like, good English, so... He, the they were obviously standing with him because then the um like the so when he's rang nine oh nine that they've gone oh can you tilt her head back or does she feel like is she alive he's gone yeah but he's like hesitant so I think they said to say yeah and then and then and then he's gone she's really cold and that's definitely what he said without them saying anything and then they're telling her to, they're telling him to say out like to say now every time she breathes and you can tell he's hesitant and yeah definitely mm-hmm. the, the a really good one was the week before this fucking idiot this fucking posh bastard he was a doctor no he was a surgeon and he uh he pretended so he he pretended his house was uh he was he pretended he was burgled but it was bloody insurance thing came at two hundred fifty grand insurance, all these antiques and all this business. But then, coincidentally, all the bloody they get they go, have you got double all these bloody antiques that you came in for because all the stuff that you're saying has gone missing is in your bloody other house in Ireland? Oh no, that's that. And he was so. The thing is, as well, is when they're proper... He was such a dick. And instead of... Like, he could have just said no comment, but instead, he was saying to the woman, How dare you accuse me of stealing? This was a family heirloom. Do you not remember me? Do you not know when my auntie cradled me against her bosom in the 19th century? Like... So he's making such a bloody meal out of it all. Anyway, so how did I get onto that? I thought, sure, thought I was talking about the bloody frog. But anyway, there, oh, there's this lovely chap at the at the frog, 
I feel that he likes me because I recommended to him the arcade in Berry. It's like computer game arcade. Oh, it's brilliant if anyone's got um sort of a birthday coming up or or if you just want because it's just it's just nice people. Just it's just a really nice way to spend an evening. I think there's one now in Central Manchester as well, and it's all it's basically you spend a tenner. I think it's a tenner. I think maybe fifteen if you want two or three floors, but you spend a tenner. And then you just go in and you can, and then everything's free, uh, free play on free place. So you can have, you spend however long you want, you want there, really. But when it closes, you have to leave. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, so I recommended this guy. What, uh, I can't remember how we got onto it, but he went there. I think he ended up only going in the bloody shit floor, but still loving it, bless him. And then, so on Friday, Wanted a cup of tea, but they only had they had a massive box of tea, all different flavours of the frog. And I looked in there. Did they have breakfast tea? No, they had pom fucking pomegranate and something else. So I was like, and I wouldn't even have used had a cup of tea, but they said, "Do you want a cup of tea?" I said, "Yeah." Then I didn't realise that a normal cup of tea would not be an option. So then this this lovely lad went found me a cup of tea, got me a tea bag, so. I'd Drank the tea, but it got me a bloody old grey tea bag. It was fucking hanging, taste I was drinking flowers. But it was so nice that he went out of his way to get me, find me a tea bag that I didn't bloody. But I, well, I had to drink it really, poor chap. Anyway, so yeah, it was great. Uh, Saturday, uh, Friday was, was just loud idiots, really. But it was still really nice. They were outnumbered, I think. But usually it's the other way around. Usually the Saturday's a bit more. But the Saturday, the good thing about the Saturday was the audience were a bit older. Whereas these people didn't. Some of them didn't. They didn't even need. They didn't need a comedy club on a on a Friday. They needed to just be shouting at a pub. I said some shouting at a pub. <laughs> yeah, stood outside of the pavement. Fucking crazy. <laughs> So that's what that's what they were like. Like I said, mentioned Bolton, <laughs> Bolton, and then this other comment's gone to me. You know that that group of lads, like the, the um, like, oh, they kept saying oh, we don't get it. I just don't get it. Just don't get. It. Like, why do you need to tell me that? Just fucking sneaky beaker. Like, don't try to get in my head, but because I don't give a fuck. I resided myself to the facts. I don't want to be their cup of tea. Do you know what? I'd want to fucking jam my fucking coconut in like where my eye should be, if if I was their cup of tea. So there. I also said I look like I'm a lot more in control now when I'm on stage. People need to stop thinking I am very much in control all the time, because. This is what happened with these bloody kids' gigs that I did. Fucking parents complained, said I looked like I didn't know what I was doing. That's my shtick. I do know what I'm doing. I'm very much in control, but in an out-of-control way. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Anyway, so it was actually very fun. And then, oh, then my favourite gig on Sunday. Uh, Square Hole Comedy in Sheffield. Oh, I bloody love it. Absolutely love it. 
anyone that listens to this that does come at me and isn't a dick, fucking get yourself in there. So good. Such a good, such a good alternative gig. But if you do jokes about self-service checkouts, don't. Alright? Alright. Right, I've got to go, I've got to make my fucking paper mache mouse baby, so I'll just quickly read the good news. Oh my god, I've literally just got distracted and forgot, honestly. How have I just done that? I've just, <laughs> just, I went to read the good news and then I got bloody distracted. My goodness, Harriet. And you think... I'm not being funny, but you've definitely got bloody ADHD. It's bloody, it's ridiculous. <laughs> the fucking hell's up in there then? So. Jason Cook, lovely Jason Cook, when you are not attending my mental gig on the first Wednesday of the month, all the other Wednesdays in the month, you should go to the Comedy Balloon at the Apen Apple in Manchester. It's great, you'll have some pro-acts wanging out new stuff, you'll have some acts where it'll be like their first ever gig, it's like a little sort of community um and chase oh he's a good egg a good egg i don't know wait a minute have i did i read what he said or not i spontaneously dusted vacuumed and tidied the living room and then this morning i played brian Kant on the radio don't talk about brian like that <laughs> oh that's great I mean, I don't know who Brian Kant is, but I know he's because Jason is very into his music, so I know it'll be some someone quite cool. So I didn't really want to want to ask, show myself up. You know what I mean? Gracie Goggins said, "I met my friends' kittens. They are so cute, and you can see by the photos they are so cute, and all different cats as well." I like the ones on the, uh, is that a fish on the, that was a fish toy, just a random, yeah, the first picture, if you go on my Facebook, Harriet Dyer Comedy, the first pic, the first picture of the cat, they're the ones I love, like this sort of like grey, wispy, fluffy ones, also, can you answer me this, what is it is it <laughs> what is it thank you what is is it good luck or bad luck when a cat crosses oh i haven't taken my medication today uh when a cat crosses your path good luck or bad luck if you could let me know oh, thank you well, thank you liam o'brien Says, got through to Manford's new act final last night. Made my groin tingly. Good. <laughs> Liam, that's great. 
Very great. Rochelle. Oh, Rochelle, what a good egg. Used to teach Rochelle. My baby girl was two weeks old on Friday. Bloody hell, that's mad. Makes me feel like right old bastard that. But what? So how old is Rochelle now then? So must be... Mm, I'll be 20, about 23 maybe now. Am I right, Rochelle? I feel like I, are you a bit younger? But Rochelle was always um, a very old soul. Very old soul. And Rochelle had the same boyfriend long before I, long before um I was teaching this. I've been together bloody hell, I've been together for absolute years. Both good eggs. Very happy for you. Forgot to ask what she's called. Catherine Mather, me and my other half pulled off a fantastic Joker and Harley Quinn costume. And they did. They look fucking wicked. Lovely Christopher Purchase Green says, got a PS4 after years of not being able to afford such extravagance. Turns out it's exactly what I've needed to sort out my crazy head. And this weekend I've had a clear brain for the first time in a long time. Cooked meals with my kids, didn't cry, Sung and danced, but not in a crazy way I do when I'm up. Just felt normal, and it's because I could sufficiently distract myself for a couple of hours this week. Great. This is great, Chris. Really, really good. Yeah. Sometimes we need distractions. Um, Shaf. Hmm. Wow. On our way to Manchester now to watch Mrs. Brown's Boys the Musical now as my Christmas present. Don't worry, I told her. I told her I don't think we could be friends anymore. It's absolutely ridiculous. How dare you clog my fucking page up with that shite. <laughs> Lynn Wren says, Off to see FC United ladies today. They are awesome. They win. 4 1. 4 0. Brilliant. What is it? FC United Ladies. What was that? So, football. So, FC stands for Football Club, yeah? Then United Ladies. So, is that Man United? I feel like the name of the place. Unless it's like. Is the F? Failsworth? I don't know. Michelle and McCoring. Hey, Harriet. Went for a job on Friday and I got the job. Big step up from my previous. Now I'm a senior manager with the NHS. I'm so happy. I said, go bloody you. She... Michelle, I'm sure, has had two promotions since I've been doing this bloody podcast. 
He said, um, bloody only NHS before long. Oh, Pete. Lovely Pete. My dear old Pete. He's a regular at Barking Tales. And he is currently gallivanting across Australia, travelling. So he's missed Barking Tales, but it sounds like he's having a fantastic time. So I'm very pleased about that. And he says, having a bloody lovely time in Australia, met up with an old colleague of mine and met one of my podcast heroes, Cameron Broidy, the first Australian podcaster, and had an interesting conversation. This is great. When are you back, please, Pete? Also, thank you for the dinosaur eggs. Have I, I don't think I've seen you since since then. The, 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 the kids did them. Have I told you this? Rue says, got a job in Manchester. Woohoo! So we'll be seeing you more, Rue, won't we? Oh, this is great. This is great. So, we are nearing the end. I would like very much for you to get in touch with me on don't, no that's not, on bipolar happy pod. Get in touch, let me know what's happening. Thank you, David Harris, as always. What's that? What can you do? Ah, I think you can do this. Everybody, please leave a review. Leave a review. Leave a review. Leave a review. So now, whenever you hear someone go, down it, down it, you have to leave, like, I've just done hypnotherapy down at you. So when you, you hear that, because... I bet you hear that so regularly <laughs> that you will then leave a review. And if you've already left a review, well, you're just going to have to sign up to a new email address. All right, I don't make these rules. Okay. This been 89. Your credit. You are a credit to you and your family. Thank you. 98. was my podcast my podcast thanks for listening download share tell your pal at the shop don't worry bye happy my podcast my podcast